There's too many homelosers, too many trimmers, but I like to watch them for rotten treasure. Hi! Welcome to Rotten Treasure. We watch The Land Before Time 5, The Mysterious Island. I'm your host, Kai Bobby. With me, as always, is the other host, Jim O'Donnell. You just called yourself Kai Bobby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, were you not trying to call yourself Kai? <laughs> I was. I, the last, I thought uh, he looked amused while he was saying it. <laughs> Mike has done enough comedy to know what I'm like. <laughs> okay, so this was intentional because two weeks ago you called yourself Jim O'Donnell. So I, I don't know when you're joking about fucking shit up anymore. <laughs> oh, yeah, I did that. <laughs> My, uh, uh, I remember uh, being told as a kid, like, oh, you're a smart kid. And then I'd be like, I also misspell my own name all the time. Like, I'm not that smart, you guys. I, I, dis- I disagree, Jimmel. Um, or J- Jamel, uh, Jim O'Donnell. You spell however you wish to spell. Exist how you wish in whatever letters you wish. Let's bring in our guests. <laughs> uh- <laughs> Perfect. You, right. you I was trying to give you a challenging segue, and you failed. Hang on a sec. These are long. Um, both, both of these people decided to write the longest possible uh, things. <laughs> I'm so excited for both of them. By day, he's a software engineer. By evening, he improvises with Daddy Issues Improv Comedy, Smoke Break, The End Crowd, and Philly Improv Theater house team, Main Dog. By night, he flies off into the, into the space between dimensions to battle hordes of evil robots and monsters. Oh, and he's definitely not attempted to rig the results of a rotten treasure boat. Oh, no. Descending from the heavens in the cockpit of a large metal robot <laughs> on the wings of light and with the spirit of justice in his heart, it's Mike Savitsky. Wow, that's really nice. Wow. Wow, wow Mike, did you write that yourself? Yeah. <laughs> no. That's a lot of nice <laughs> things to say about yourself. <laughs> I, can't, I can't be that uh, grandiose about myself. Yeah. I like that you also threw yourself shade about... Uh, <laughs> do I have uh, several levels of things I do at night? Do I improvise by night and then by more night I do the other stuff? No, no. No, no. There's an e- there's an evening section and then there's a nice night oh, section. So I cram that all in between like seven and eight and then I'm like off to the races. Yeah. Well, you can ask the person who wrote it when I introduce them just now. <laughs> <laughs> Except, hang on, give me a sec, because you also decided to put Japanese in uh, here, and I want to make sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Kuro Shinichi is a <laughs> famous high school detective who has solved countless cases. One day, while visiting an amusement park with his childhood friend and classmate, Mike Savitsky, he spotted a suspicious transaction involving a man in black. He was so busy watching the deal, he didn't notice the man's accomplice coming at him from behind. The man gave him some poison, and when he woke up, his body had shrunk. If they found out Kudu Shinichi was still alive, they'd come after him and put the people around him in danger. Following Professor... That was the word I mispronounced. <laughs> Professor Agassa's advice to hide his identity. When Mike asked him for his name, he hastily answered, Noah Levine. Now, he stays with Mike, whose father, t- uh, whose father is a detective, to gather more information about those men in black. Even though his body's gotten smaller, his mind is still the same. There is only ever one truth. It's Noah Levine. Woo! <laughs> Wow, so let's give applause to Jim for making it. 
I, did, I didn't realize I could have written so many more words for Michael and used so many fewer fa- actual facts about his life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. No, you can lie. You can absolutely lie. This is a very pro-lying podcast. Whatever uh, kind of scandals you want to start. I was uh, really hoping both of you would write Detective Conan intros for each other. <laughs> it's more appropriate for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, is my that God, true? it happened. I did that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, got to watch out for that. No, yeah, that's okay. I'll, I'll actually going to add that in between things you say for the rest of the episode. So, <laughs> please don't. If, if, if anybody is, if I anybody, hack the server of Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody is playing the Rotten Treasure uh, bingo game or drinking game, however you play, uh, that was one of Michael's verbal ticks we discussed earlier. So you can add that to your list and keep an ear out for it. Uh, as um, we- if you want to hear another uh, Rotten Treasure drinking game drink uh i realized i forgot to record my end of the audio and just started mine so uh we're we're good to go let's keep going (laughs) great awesome uh just for the sake of it jim do you want to do the intro one more time (laughs) no we're we're gonna use the skype audio on that one (laughs) okay but if it fails that means later on you and i have to improvise you doing everything in between everything else we recorded no, I'm just going to say hi and then uh, read them again. Okay, great. whatever. Real quick. Hey, can I ask you guys a question? No. <laughs> uh, yes. Okay, great. Uh, yeah. Do you have any fucking relationship to this franchise? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. I do, yeah. actually. Yeah. yeah, please please, please elaborate. Uh, whichever wish one of you wishes to, to share first. Yeah, I definitely watched, like, the, the very first one, like, a bunch of times on VHS when I was, like, four or five years old. And I specifically remember having like a bunch of the uh, the rubber hand puppets that you get mm. from Pizza Hut mm-hmm. when this came out. But that's it. I didn't see any of the other ones. Just oh, the first one a lot. I remember those. My sister oh had my those. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. They they were in like my grandmom's like toy chest. Yep. Yeah, they're, they're perfect toy chest items. Yeah, then in the miscellaneous other ones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she had a habit of like getting McDonald's toys. And then like putting them in a toy chest and being like, that's where the that's where my grandchildren will play. <laughs> that or the sewing kit. I feel like it's either that or the chest that you're like, all right, you know what? If their friends come over, don't give them the good toys. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I feel like it was like a like a weird like Pizza Hut trying to do the Happy Meal thing where they were like, Ooh, get mm. a pizza and you get like a Blockbuster coupon to rent the land before time and this hand puppet. But and is I, of the, course begged my parents to do it. Is mm. the puppet already greasy? <laughs> Like yeah, no, but I did Just chew on it for sure because I was like five and a weirdo. Mm. So I definitely chewed on it. <laughs> there was a dumb TikTok video where this woman pretended she was calling to complain about her pizza having nothing on it. And then her like man in her life flipped the box over and she was looking at the pizza upside down and it was obviously staged. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Because, you know, who, you know. <sighs> I look back at working at Domino's and I'm just like, I'm so grateful I got out when I did because now we're like in the TikTok era of working at like Domino's and shit. It must suck. Like oh, all these write notes way fucking more like takeout. If you work a takeout uh, or like a drive through job, your life fucking extra sucks so hard right now. Like unless you're getting money, actually, unless you're getting money, you're getting fucking tormented for like five minutes. And it's like, hey, piece of shit, you're going to get murdered. Here's a thousand dollars. You were fear in fear of your life, you know, like. You ever seen these TikToks? <laughs> when I was 13, someone threw French fries at me while I was working at McDonald's. That's pretty bad. Did you deserve it? No. <laughs> but I, w- I was guilty of being a 13-year-old working a job, which is what no 13-year-old should do. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah, hard to agree. 
was going to say, I think that, like, anyone who's ever worked in a fast food or, like, any kind of food service has it tough throughout all eras. Because we used to get, like, prank calls at the uh, at the deli, and they were never good. I, th- I think the thing I was annoyed by was they were never once clever. They always were, like, like one time we got a call that was, um, hey, do you guys have roast beef? And we're like, yeah, we have roast beef. There's like some on sale right now. He's like, did you know roast beef is like a vagina? <sighs> All right, well, I'm going to hang up now. Like, <laughs> like, think it through a little bit before, you, before you'd call. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Work on it. You know, at least do like a, a, a what are the, Amanda hug and kiss or something. Give me a classic. Give me something like, you know, that I could be that I could be proud of. Yeah. Bring, 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 bring. Hello. Oh, is this the deli? Oh, yeah. This is Kai's deli. Do you have any pickles? Uh, let me just check. Hey, Jim. Jim, do we have any pickles? <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. We no, got pickles. Yeah, yeah, we have. We, I'm sorry. Yeah. Do we have pickles? Uh, oh, what's the deal with those pickles? Honey, Jim. Yeah. What's the deal with the pickles? Fresh. Uh, I think the answer is fresh, sir. Excuse me. Don't you be half sour with me. Honey, I'm going to need you to talk to this guy. I'm very confused. Yeah, hello. (laughs) We got spicy pickles. We got regular pickles. What do you want? (laughs) I, for some reason, hate this. (laughs) Uh, You know why? Because it actually feels like a real job and an actually frustrating day. The thing is, it's like, (laughs) you're like, well, that was a waste of 10 minutes. (laughs) I'm here all episode. No, I'm just like, oh my God, I can't tell you how many times. uh, Yeah, I've also, that's what people do to Domino's employees. They just called us that and also they order uh, and ask for the same specific uh, I was going to say driver. And it also there's another word that starts with DR that I also accidentally said, hey, can you just make sure that delivers it? What's the other DR word? Drug dealer. <laughs> uh, gotcha. Didn't, I didn't follow. I'm so yeah. sorry. I almost what just said, what is a pizza deliverer? But the drug dealers of cheese. I think pizza. Yeah. I mean, yeah, extra cheese is a drug. Um, it, it uh, really what's is. A, wait, what's a pizza delivery man, a pizza delivery kid, if not a drug dealer? They're also drug dealers. They're all drug dealers. They should be, yeah. I mean, that <laughs> yeah, is, that's, that's the best way they're going to make money. I actually always thought that it would be really sweet in the early days of Netflix when you went to go to the uh, the box to get shit if it also gave you weed and pizza. Yeah. Well, we just weren't there yet. We weren't ready. Like, <laughs> I mean, now yeah. I could do that in a couple of states. Yeah, but I mean, like, you don't need you know, Netflix is like no longer on DVD, you know, like we ruined it. It was so perfect. And then we ruined it. Oh, yeah. Was they just perfect? closed their DVD division. That's <laughs> it was topical. Per- What's that? They just did closed they? their DVD division. That's topical. Oh, they did? Yeah. Like just <laughs> like just now. I, I kind of miss it, though, because you had the thing to be surprised. You're like, oh, we wanted to watch this. Ah, we can't. All right. Well, now we're going to watch a movie about puppies going to Vegas. And you're like, sure, that's fine. Like, I don't know. I just. I oh, actually, oh, there's still time. I don't know if you can still join, but they're they're sending DVDs through September 29th, 2023, and that's the last date. Okay. I love people who I'm are always, actually still doing that. I'm always shocked that the remaining level of demand for new release DVDs. Who bought, like, didn't we move on to Blu-ray a decade ago? What Are we still watching 720p? Is that what we're doing? Mm-hmm. Do you want to know a fun little fact? I bought... 
all of the land before times on DVD. Yeah, but that's last not There is no higher version. There's no higher resolution version of those, so that's fine. <laughs> I would say that the only yeah. uh, I, would I said say new release, new releases. <laughs> I would say that the only releases we get nowadays, well, the only release I ever hear nowadays too are uh, like Criterion Collection. Uh-huh. And like Arrow uh, films, or whatever. Every new movie still comes out on DVD, and people still buy them. I don't Pretty know much. who's doing it. I feel like that's the equivalent of like still putting out the same game, but for PS2. <laughs> and you're like, here you go, yeah, just so in case for any of you that need this too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, essentially, it's what people are doing. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. At this point, uh, everyone should have at least a PS5 or like an Xbox, and you should be playing it through that. Get yourself some good movies. So, um, speaking of DVDs and VHS tapes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I had a friend that definitely had a couple Land Before Time videos on VHS tape, and so I used to watch them at his house. I feel like he maybe had, like, one, two, and three or something, and we were like, oh my gosh, three, that's the new one. I There might have been newer ones already at the time. We didn't watch two or three, so I don't... I don't know if mm. I would watch them and be like, oh, yeah, I remember this. We did do extra credit and watch the first Land Before Time film Ooh. because it was one that we had both seen. And we wanted I think that's a great. refresher. Good for contrast. Um, yeah. What would you think? You could have told me that this movie we watched was the Land Before Time 2 mm-hmm. because it pretty much <laughs> picked up right yep. where the first movie ended. Mm-hmm. So I immediately what's... negated its happy ending. I think it would be more appropriate to be Land Before Time 3 because uh, Land Before two, Time 2 introduces Chomper. And oh, yes, you're right. So yeah. it, it really, <laughs> no, but I mean, like, honestly, this is kind of like as if, well, it's kind of like how they they filmed Back to the Future, like two and three back to back. That They could have done like, all right, uh, we wrote this, too, and uh, we'll push it back a few uh, movies like. Yeah. All right. Great. Now Chopper is well, a fucking like a, pissy teenager who's an idiot. <laughs> this was like a TV series, essentially. Like yeah, kind of. every every episode, say that. Yeah. every episode just comes back to the uh, the way it began. So, like. Yeah, it, it never uh, everything re- returns, so it's not like a big deal to watch them out of order. Apparently, also, there this was is the land TV series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was. We're not watching. But also, <laughs> remember, this is the land before time, so there is no time. So things can happen in whatever order they want. There's oh yeah, no time yet. So that's why we're going to be recording a shit ton of these episodes completely out of order. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are, are you for real? Oh yeah, what the oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It doesn't uh, matter that much. We have Frank and Courtney coming yeah. on like soon for one that's for like Land Before Time Eleven. Yeah, we're having. Yeah, we're, we're yeah we're. <laughs> but I love they it. wanted yeah, a so specific like, one. Frank and Courtney wanted to talk about tiny dinosaurs, so it's tiny saurus, whatever the fuck it is. Oh yeah, the tiny yeah. saurus one. We saw that one. So we have. Um, to... Oh yes, that historical thing that happened. Tiny it's, dinosaurs. You remember. It's... In some ways, this uh, film series is kind of like a K-drama, of which I've been watching many lately. Okay, say more. Because okay, K-dramas come in like seasons of 10 to 16 episodes that all run 60 to 75 minutes. And so this oh. is like 30, 75-minute episodes. Now, there are many ways in which this is not like a K-drama, like a lack of a continuous plot is a big <laughs> one. <laughs> um Funny enough, of the ones that we've seen, I would say this has the most like coherent plot. Like mm. they go, they make a decision, they act on that decision, and then they like keep doing things until they, they go no, back. Well, they have I a challenge, then they have to overcome the challenge. They do overcome the challenge, but find a secondary challenge. Yeah. They overcome that challenge, and 
Yeah. I mean, actually, I think that even the, there was a third challenge, which was literally uh, get back. Well, yeah. get back, but also resources, uh, which, yeah. So also, like, the first the first 25 minutes or so of the movie literally hit the same beats as the original movie, like just tit for tat. It was like, oh, no, we have no food. Let's wander. Oh, we yeah. fight each other. We, our herds don't belong together. Uh, there's an earth shake. We're separated from our families. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a real so, return to uh, uh, to form. Yeah. So first of all, this movie is called Land Before Time, The Mysterious Island. Yes. yes. Mm. It's not it, – it's, it's, it's the wrong title. What it's is not mysterious, that mysterious about yeah. the island? Right. It also, should be a Scooby-Doo-esque kind of like, like level of situation. There should be like a mystery to solve – and the only mystery is, oh, I guess there's dinosaurs that kind of are going to joke about eating us, but then not. Like, that's the mystery. There are new plants. They don't know what those plants – those plants are taste weird. You want to know an animated mysterious island? Zombie Island. Okay, because well, that's a great movie. <laughs> Scooby-Doo and gang went there, and they didn't know what the zombies were about or what was going on in the bayou. <laughs> but they figured it out. <laughs> Such a defender. Wow, adamant. Are you like, is our people disagreeing with you on this? And like heavily? <laughs> no, I think, it's, <laughs> I think it's probably the most think, quality animated Scooby-Doo movie by regards. Yeah, I would say that that's, I think that's collectively, we all consider that the one to be the best. Uh, right? Yeah. I've never seen it. Yeah, I was going to say, it. Jim, we only we, we just did the live actions and I've never seen the other ones. Uh, so I don't know context for that. Oh, that one is really good. There's a lo- much better a, than the reluctant werewolf. That's OK. Well, those are fun. There's like three of them from that era. But then the zombie island started a cycle where they released a new one every year. And so you there is a rotten treasure there because it was kind of a series that more or less has ended now. But there's I'd say 10 of them. Very similar to these in that yeah. the first one shakes things up. And then every single one after that is just another episode of Scooby-Doo, but it's longer. Yeah. Well, The Witch's Ghost was fine. Oh, I like The Witch's Ghost. And I also like Cyber Chase, too. But, like, there's also a thing about those, though, that the early – the good ones are the ones in which the monsters are real. And then they almost immediately go back to eh, – the monsters aren't real anymore. <laughs> it's just kiss again. I'm to understand the one with the three girls that are a band was very popular because yep, that was were the complaining. people were complaining when they redesigned them recently. Oh, for the yeah. new show? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah so they're upset that everything's redesigned. Uh, I have a question actually about the monsters, if that's okay. <laughs> yeah, there's <laughs> monsters in this movie too, so yeah. it's on topic. Well, well that's even. what I mean. Is like, uh, what is. Like, huh, what is your relationship with, like, that's the, the deal of who the monsters are? Like, it's just Chomper's parents? Like, that's who the bad guy is, right? Like, well, I don't know. What, what did you think about the the, the story? The, oh, so, the so, jumping, so jumping ahead. Yeah. <laughs> so, right. So it's, it's kind of a Go ahead. it's kind of a bait and switch because I think it, it's actually a contradictory because Chomper, who is a young Tyrannosaurus Rex, is like my you're lucky because my parents are the only large sharp teeth on this island. Sharp teeth being the land before time speak for Tyrannosaurus Rexes. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, those are the only ones they see. And then they have this climactic encounter towards the end. Lies. 
And there is another sharp tooth. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this one is a dick, an extra dick. Um, you know, he's 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 a. <laughs> I almost made it political. Yeah, he's a dick. <laughs> yeah, he drowned yeah. a lot slower than the one in the first movie. It took a minute. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Well, and also, am I wrong? But was there, <laughs> is there so much blood in the in like? No, right? Like, yeah. I, I, the, the, there was just no. Like, they didn't the, even the... show when uh when the two when the two kid dinosaurs were physically having a physical altercation in the first movie. They didn't even yeah. show any of that. It was all I, shadows. I think this is yeah. the first one of the movie the of the movies that we've watched thus far that like when they showed like you know a, a dinosaurs attacking each other, they they more I think it was like three or four times they showed like them clawing into each other's skin and just drawing yeah. blood. And I was like, holy fuck, it's on. Shit's getting real. I was expecting um this is really bad. In the back of my uh my head when that was happening, uh is Jim Carrey from Cable Guy going like um you know what I'm talking about, Jim? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. When they're doing uh when they're at uh, uh, uh medieval times. times. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah. yeah, I was like, oh, this is this shit's getting real. Uh yeah, I wasn't I wasn't ready. <sighs> so um there are five main dinosaurs in mm-hmm. this series that which I assume continue to be the main characters all the way through. You'll find out, I guess. I guess uh, um yeah. They're the main characters. He did get a uh, not a girlfriend dinosaur, but a girl dinosaur that was a friend uh, that looked exactly Littlefoot. That looked exactly mm-hmm. like him for a second, uh, mm-hmm. but I don't know if she's coming back. I only remember Chomper coming back, and I think we've already watched the one that Chomper's come back in, so I don't remember too much. Um, yeah, well, with uh, five characters, uh, Michael, do you know what game we can all play? Oh no! Oh no! 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 no, no. No. We're doing Muppets. Let's play it. Let's play that game. <laughs> Michael, you say it. No, please. I'm so excited. I want to play a game. You'll, you'll. Okay. Well, Michael wants. He wants little... to know what members, what Scooby Doo characters, all the dinosaurs in Land Before Time are. Oh, wow. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. The game okay. that Nick Elmer famously destroyed our podcast with. No, yeah. <laughs> not that I'm trying to sabotage your podcast or anything. No, it's all good. Uh, no, I'm Nick. Everyone. We're trying to get Nick on soon. Nick, come destroy our podcast. And also, I'm very excited. I was, I was actually just encouraged by uh, uh, Ross. Uh, Jim, you know Ross. Uh, he has a podcast. What's it called? Kid Flames. That's right. Childhood. Remember that? You could walk down the street. You could get an ice cream cone. You could go to school. You could do homework for five hours and then lament about the fact that you're wasting your youth. Hi, I'm Ross. I'm the host of Kid Flicks. It's the podcast where adults try to definitively rank every kid's movie ever made. We've covered more than 150 different movies, including all four of the Shrek movies, including Shrek 2, which we reviewed in two different episodes. Definitely give us a listeny listeny and subscribe wherever you get podcasts, unless you get podcasts from that creepy guy down the street. Don't let him open his trench coat. There's no podcasts in there. But seriously, give us a listen, won't you? Kid Flicks, it's a podcast. And we're back. Commercial. Uh, <laughs> uh, he was telling me to actually check out uh, Nick Elmer's episode. It's uh, uh, on. Um, oh, what the fuck did they do it on? I can't remember, but I got to check it out. Uh, I wonder if he destroys that episode as well. But yeah, yeah. 
yeah, our our podcast was about mystery anime, and we were watching one with five main characters, and I was just like, let's compare them to Scooby Doo characters because kind of similar, and then that was all anybody would talk about. Well, for <laughs> well, an hour. Let's, let's just do Spike all together. We'll we'll okay. we'll do. I'll say it on the count of three because we all know who it is. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Three, two, one. Scooby Scooby Dumb. <laughs> Scooby Dumb? Okay, okay so Scooby Dumb. Saboteur over there. So, yeah, I guess he is. Yeah, he is Scooby Dumb. <laughs> who's Scooby Dumb? Is Scooby, is Scooby Dumb a character? He's one of his he's cousins. Like, yeah, he's okay. like a pale Scooby that's dumb. Okay, I guess I don't. I just don't know he that. Was probably that from the Scooby Doo show, I think it was called. Because that was these the are one kids. with Scrappy Doo. Because mm-hmm. these are kids, actually, we should probably be comparing them to the, a pup named Scooby-Doo characters yeah. and not the grown-up ones, because the grown-up ones sometimes act smarter mm. than these dinosaurs, maybe. Which one of the Scooby-Doo characters is super racist? <laughs> because that would have to be Sarah. Freddy, Fred. 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 <laughs> okay, so Fred is Fred. Sarah. <laughs> Stubborn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you're just like, dude, you've said the same thing three times in the last like three movies. Stop. <laughs> her whole shtick is how racist she is. Yeah, that's her thing. Okay. Oh yeah, because Fred's the misogynist idiot in the other yeah. in like the live action, so um, that kind of makes sense. Oh yeah, I guess you are hot too. Ah, like guy. So that makes sense that he would be Sarah, oblivious. Think, think yeah, and I watched an episode of that Velma show, and that's oh, how right. they interpreted him. Oh boy. <laughs> I was curious. I'm curious how they do uh, uh, Daphne. Uh, okay, so what about what about Shaggy? Who's Shaggy? Oh, I got it. Petri? Obviously, Petri. No. Oh, yeah. Petri, Petri, yeah. No, it's obviously I, I, I nervous, agree with the nervous one. What? <sighs> yeah, but so was Ducky, because Ducky's just as afraid to do situations as well. And I just I'm only saying that because Ducky and, and Spike are tight, it just works out too well that. You know, they're basically codependent in both scenarios. So that would make Un- Ducky then Scooby, I guess. I, well, yeah, because no, I, I actually I actually have Spike as Scooby. So for me, those two yeah. are uh, to me, those two are Spike and uh, are Scooby and Shaggy. I would say Spike is Daphne because we never hear from Daphne on the show. Oh, that's rough. Yeah. And we all know why. Uh, that sucks. Yeah. Have you decided from the uh, from the yeah. from the yeah, yeah, 1960s? Yeah. <laughs> I think Spike is always getting fucked over. Yeah, I think Ducky is Daphne, Littlefoot is Velma, and Petrie is Shaggy. Littlefoot is definitely Spike Velma. Is, yeah, Littlefoot's Spike got is, Velma. Uh, that makes sense. It's weird how little this lines up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like a foot, right? It, they're is, not the Scooby Doo gang. You're switching. It is almost like they did not base them off the Scooby Doo gang whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. Why don't try Jabberjaw? What a Bold decision they made. <laughs> Our Hoy, do you think that they're? Do you think they're an interesting group? Because I don't even actually think that they're that interesting no, of a, a group they're completely together. Uncompelling, no. Yeah. So basically, it's definitely like I don't know exactly what the first movie is going for. Uh, there's there's definitely more to talk about in the first movie than to talk about in this movie. Sure. But we don't have to talk about it too much. Okay. But we haven't talked about it in five episodes, so it if you watch it, go for it. Runs <laughs> on, uh, <laughs> It runs on, like, the cutesiness and it runs on, like, the quirkiness of the characters more so than it runs on them being interesting, doing anything, mm-hmm. uh, being just dis- too distinct from each other. Because Ducky is all about, like, these catchphrases and this funny way that she yeah. says things, mm-hmm. yep, 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 and all that stuff. And it's like, but what what was her, what did she do in this movie? 
she didn't want to swim across. End of mm-hmm. list. Yeah, she didn't even have like a like a redeeming thing where she did swim across. They were just like, oh, I don't want to do it. All right. Well. No, it sucks actually. This movie, uh, they came down on uh, Ducky and uh, her whole deal. They were just like duckbills are dumbasses, including the dead ones. Uh, so like, it's nice. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't think she got much at all. It, yeah, she did get one of my favorite lines though. Uh, I do not like this grown up idea. I was like, yeah, me neither, Ducky. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I she mean, we, it was just like random one-off lines that didn't really add anything. Yeah. I guess she did get get temporarily in danger from a praying pterodactyl or something when they're crossing a bridge and she falls and it picks her up. But then that immediately resolved and nobody else even acknowledged what had ha- happened and she was totally just fine again. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd say none of them learn a lesson. Like, Sarah's always the one that, like, they try to show, like, there's a lesson. But also, and I think we've said this on past episodes of this. If not, I'm saying it now. The racism metaphor doesn't work. (laughs) And the race that they're racist against is a carnivore species whose entire survival is based off of eating people. Mm -hmm. Uh, Also, technically, speciesism, not racism. Which is True, different. but like, but yeah, but we're, gonna, but we're saying it's like if you hate dogs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we're saying there's a metaphor that yeah, the speciesism yeah, yeah. is racism. Oh, which, I, I I had a disturbing moment. I was trying to figure out why Sarah uh, doesn't have three horns and like what that design decision was, despite the fact that she's constantly like we're three horns and three horns are the best. It's like so a baby tooth situation where it like grows. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I don't know. I never got to the answer because I stopped looking because I was reading. Was it the fandom wiki? And it was like all about the design changes Sarah underwent and how she started as a male ter- uh, triceratops that had two little nubbin horns and they changed it. And the explanation was like they changed her design to not have two horns, possibly to make her more appealing. And I'm like, what does that mean? Are you are you having a sexual moment for this baby dinosaur, <laughs> author of this Wikipedia? <laughs> if no, I may. but that sucks because my guess, and this is really fucked up, is because they they know that we think of animals as like there's such a drastic shift between you know males and females, and we're so needing that. You if you, you need to soften up the character if it's going to be a girl, so you can't have all these sharp horns and lines. You gotta. Get to round it out a little bit, make it approachable for the children. <laughs> I think those are both. I think those are both uh, uh, good ideas. My theory is that <laughs> you're like fuck you. That's stupid. Anyways, <laughs> my theory is just take out the uh, take out the whole uh, thing where they hate women. I think it's that children are just afraid of horns, and that they just got rid of the horns because like they. I think they like uh, tested it with the kids and the kids were like, Oh, whoa, too many horns on that one. And then they give her one horn. They're like perfect amount of horns. Did, did everybody know that her father is named daddy tops? <laughs> daddy daddy Top, yeah. That sounds like a pimp name. That's a pimp name right there. Yeah. Um, daddy tops. So we talked a bit about Ducky and we talked about Sarah. <laughs> Littlefoot has like boring protagonist syndrome. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's like, uh, what's her face from uh, uh, fucking uh, Orange Twilight. is the New Black? Oh. No, uh, uh, the main character in the first season. Piper. Of... Piper, yeah. Because they're just like, all right, we don't care about your life that much. Anybody else is just interesting here? Please, thank you. I, I don't care about Littlefoot that much. I never, ha- I think I had so- I'm on episode five and I'm like, all right, 
everybody else. Let me get a whole like episode on Spike. I want no talking, just silent <laughs> film. <laughs> Let's do it. Actually, that'd, be pretty, that'd be tight. <laughs> Littlefoot also has nostrils like right in, right in on his eyes. They're like at the top of his nose where his eyes are, his nostrils. Let me look at a picture of Littlefoot now. Now, at this point, I know you were drawing critiques. Is this just like a roast at this point? Like, is you just don't like Littlefoot? <laughs> I just spent a lot of time being like, is that the nostrils? Oh, my God. We're going to let his this nostrils guy are in a weird place with these nostrils be the main character of this franchise. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Oh, whoa, this is weird. I've never thought about how weird his nostrils are. <laughs> yeah, we probably drew a lot of this shit really fucking weird. As we've learned, also, uh, you know, where, where are their lips? How come we don't have – where are their lips? Draw the lips on there. Have you ever kissed a dinosaur? Have I kissed a dinosaur? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think if I've ever kissed, like, a baby alligator before. So it's... currently I don't think so, but I might have Clarissa explained it all at, when I'm younger, if I'm being honest. Oh, I kissed an alligator. Yeah. I have a picture of me kissing an alligator. Yeah, so Jim has. See, yeah. They're, and they're, they're, they're older than dinosaurs. Mm. Um, yeah, this happens a lot. That was your childhood memory, Jim? Sorry, I got it mixed up with mine. If by childhood memory you mean when I was 26 years old, then yeah, yeah, yeah. What is <laughs> In the time that I've been knowing you, <laughs> I've kissed an alligator, yes. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Jim's kissed a dinosaur, but why do you ask? Do you know a dinosaur? Are you trying to set this up? Just because lips, I think. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I was excited to find out if there was a follow-up. Sorry. It was as like far a as like thing where people were like, uh, where scientists were like, um, dinosaurs would have had lips, you guys. And then all of us immediately thought like human lips with like big, goofy, like wax like lips. But then we all, re- but then when they like showed us like the picture of what they meant, the dinosaurs in this movie do have lips because it's just their teeth don't come out of their mouth. That's all that they meant by lips. Hmm. The same way that when you see a lizard, they have their teeth are all in the, for the most part, their teeth are all in their mouths. Right. But for like Jurassic Park, they base it off of like alligators where their teeth are outside their mouth. I want more buck teeth uh, like animals. I really do. Just all around. Can we just start making that <laughs> mutation happen? Can we do that? <laughs> I just want every animal to have an overbite um, or like two little like rabbit tiny, like little two teeth that stick out up front. Okay. I don't know why I didn't go with beavers. Beavers is the obvious choice for that uh, analogy, and I don't know why I didn't pick that one. Uh, favorite favorite song from the yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, what? God. Well, I <laughs> mean, we have the same favorite song, correct? We'll say it on the count of three. <laughs> what? I'll give you all the, a, a, a second to think of the three songs that were in the movie. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. The three, okay. The, the three songs. Uh, she's always there. Mm-hmm. Big water and mm-hmm. food. Friends for dinner. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. We all have our favorite song, correct? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, ready? No, Mike, you got one. Ready? Okay. Three, great. two, two one. one. Friends in water. water. It's the big water. <laughs> what did you both say? Big I water. Like water. It's the big water. No, what did you say? Yeah. I said friends for dinner. Friends for dinner. Okay, talk to me about why you enjoyed okay, first that. First of all, the song isn't the friends. The song is not called Friends for Dinner. It's Friends for Dinner. You have to say it right. Yeah, and I will spell <laughs> yeah, it correctly in the script. Friends for dinner. <laughs> um, so Big okay. Water had Big Water had some wordplay going on for it. Uh, I particularly liked when they did some rhymes. They did fly up, dry up, goodbye up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. Um, you shared with us a metal screaming version. 
Um, I'm not listening to that. I don't it's think, I don't it's not good. It. No, it's not good. It's not a thing. It'll be it's in well the description made. of the episode, everyone. Uh, but yeah, there's a metal version of, of um, this song. Friends for Friends for Dinner has one of my favorite uh, film musical tropes, which is when they go into split screen. Okay. And it has a split screen of the five of them singing for no reason, because you can't even hear like their distinguished voices and they're all singing the same thing and they're not even harmonizing. <laughs> yeah, usually there's two reasons why you do that. One is to show that they're all connected through the song or two they're doing the thing where they're all singing different things, and so they're all doing different things. But they're all singing the same song, and but they're not singing together. Yeah. No. I don't think I've said in the episode yet, but the way that I watched this movie was on double speed because I finally got the DVDs for this, and I finally was able to watch it. So, And then when a song came on, I would put it on triple speed so that I would know how to listen to the song. <laughs> so Friends for Dinner was a very quick song song for me <laughs> and i don't remember how friends were it really goes <laughs> no. in the dream i mean you say the refrain and you say any one of these songs you've got the whole thing you got yeah it. yeah i don't know i'm just a little bit uncomfortable by uh eating your friends for dinner i, I mean the parents even like it, the one that really didn't uh like if i'm like hey can i have my friends over and you know the deal is that we eat my friends and you say yeah for dessert like, <laughs> that's a fucked up thing to say as a parent. Like, I don't know. I guess you're a funny parent. Are we are we going to talk about the parenting now? I mean, do you think that they're good parents? No. What do you mean? No? I think they're great. No. No, I'm kidding. They seem, they seem like bad parents. They don't know their <laughs> child. <laughs> they, there was almost a joke that rang, like, when... It, when he they see him like doing things that you would think like a, a leaf eater would do. And the, the dad is like, sometimes I worry about our boy. Mm-hmm. It was almost, you know, like a gay metaphor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And... Oh, my God. Yep. <laughs> yep. I missed that. Are... Oh, my God. So this these are time. somehow somehow I don't think this movie full of its Mormon ideals is trying to sell well, like a gay child metaphor. Michael and I were talking about how Don <laughs> Bluth is Mormon, and you can definitely feel that in the first movie. He didn't have anything to do with the later one, so I don't know how much hmm. that persists. Well, they're like, look, in the spirit of Don, let's just put some pretty by the book <laughs> homophobic. So, some really like, let's see where we can really push it. So Chomper is has these gay friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, you fucking eat you eat greens. <laughs> and they feel threatened. I do love the idea of Sarah being a lesbian parents. though. But anyway, sorry, go ahead. So you're not alone <laughs> on that. She pointed yeah, that out. These dinosaurs <laughs> toss salad. So <laughs> Oh my god. No. Um, well, it's true because they're dinosaurs, so they probably do clean their own buttholes with their tongues. That's yeah, probably that's, true. That's yeah. True. Yeah. Feathers, actually. yeah. Happy Pride Month. There was like, <laughs> 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 everybody, yeah. Oh, that's there, I, this did come out in like a weird period of time where, like, before the '90s, gay people were just not acknowledged in movies. They, uh, they, they were. It was very like a lot of movies were very carefully written to be about gay characters, but not actually about gay characters. A lot of westerns are like that. Famously, Batman for a time. <laughs> Uh, uh, speaking of Batman, we'll be right back, man, right after this commercial break. Since the dawn of time, 
humans have been desperate for connection. Then we realized we could solicit strangers through the Sunday paper. You've heard of Craigslist Personals? Just imagine the pining and thirst from lonely queers searching for love. Join me, Haley, and my array of guests as we read, drag, and rate personal ads from the 1970s through today. If you love gay yearning, you'll love Q4Q, the queer personal ads podcast. Happy Pride here from the other host, Kai Bobby. That's right, I'm queer as fuck. So are a lot of my friends, uh, and I would love for you to show them some support. So in addition to giving us a rate and review somewhere, because we've been asking for a spicy second and maybe you haven't done it yet, today's the day you take two minutes and you just say good and hit five stars. Helps us a lot. It also helps out our other pod pals who are also queer, like Ross. You heard about Ross's podcast, Kid Flicks. He's not going to make any more episodes for you, but you sure as hell can go like his shit that he's already made also q for q queer personals i've been a guest on that podcast it was called kinks with kai if you want to know me a little bit more personally you can go check them out you just heard about that podcast in this commercial break and that's it just there's other podcasts there's other queers find them love them yeah other than that, some of you may be used to the fact that there is normally a promotion slot here for my cat's GoFundMe, which has been generously provided by our Captain's Log member, Robbie. That's right, he gave up his Captain's Log promotional slot, which comes with his Captain's Log tier to promote whatever the fuck he wanted to. And instead, out of the kindness of his heart, he gave it to me so I could promote paying off my cat's medical bills. Not doing the GoFundMe anymore, but if you'd still like to show me some love, you can. Hit me up on Venmo at Kai, that's K-A-I, dash Bobby, B-O-B-B-I. You don't have to do that, but it would be sweet. Aside from that, we'll have a new promo for you soon. Uh, yeah, and if you want to promote something, you can. You hit us up on patreon.com slash rottentreasure. Check out the additional bonus episodes, early release. It even comes with the option of voting, which, that's right, Jim and I will give you some options occasionally, and regrettably, sometimes, like, 14 movies uh, in a row about animated dinosaurs, and you kind of want to blow your fucking brains out. <gasps> But sometimes it's other shit, and you can vote on that, and you can tell us what to watch. That would be pretty cool. Uh, aside from that, that's it. Yeah, tell your friends. Please, word of mouth is great. And yeah, we'll get back to the episode. You're great. I like you. Specifically you. You know who I'm talking about. Let's get back to the podcast. Did we only lose Jim? Is uh, everyone else still here? I think, I think we everyone else just Jim. sort of paused. Okay. Oh, yeah. DC sent in their people to stop him from <laughs> the truth about Batman. It's okay. The internet's been rough for me too, so I was really ready to think it was just me. But just remember what Jim said, and just tell him that it was really good. <laughs> he was just about to crack that conspiracy. <laughs> okay. Sorry, I, Jim, I, I, I lost internet for a second. It's all good. We'll pick up exactly where you were. Yeah, uh, Batman was gay for a little while. I, I heard you say that. Um, so, but by the '90s, like they didn't like have there was like a, the '90s was a weird like uh, the '90s and 2000s are like a weird dark era for for gay people in film, where like it's not it's like gay people are now being uh, uh, represented, but not well, obviously. Turns and out, then, yeah. <laughs> But then they lost a lot of, like, the gay metaphor that the time before had that. So, like, there's, like, this weird era where there's, like, we'll acknowledge it, but you're oh, you're all evil. That's what that's what's going on here. And then by and then Will and Grace happened. <laughs> yeah, Will and Grace happened. And I always actually thank Will and Grace for happening, uh, which is a really yeah. weird thing to think, because it also instead went, OK, that's gay. Cool. We got it. And we'll write that down. And that's the only version of gay we'll take. Um, <laughs> I mean, right. I'm a little bit. 
I'm, there were like 1.5 versions of gay in that in that series. There, there, thank you. You know what? Thank you for <laughs> thank you for really pointing that out because I I appreciate that. And mm. no, and yeah, and then that we also existed. <laughs> Brokeback no, Mountain. No, I, I actually I go. It was Ellen did that. That was a big thing. And then I think Will and Grace was the next big hit for gay like TV. Mm. And then I don't know what's after that. Did we put gay people on Real World? I don't know what the next thing was. <laughs> well, I mean Real World, Brokeback Mountain. Right, and now we've come a long way. I just watched uh, fucking, uh, the fucking Ultimatum with just queer women. Like, that's oh. that, that's where we're at now. We, we made it, y'all. We're on Netflix now. <laughs> the gays are on Netflix. Yeah, but Netflix... <laughs> Breaking up with each other and Netflix, giving each other um, ultimatums. Nef- the Netflix strategy right now is to have every type of person, but keep them separate from each other so that you don't know that they have the other content on there. So you can find the gays and the homophobes if you look hard enough. Ooh, good. Oh, yeah, I watch Hallmark movies. <laughs> Meanwhile, which, the is, algorithm, which actually has both. <laughs> Meanwhile, the algorithm has shirtless male uh, thumbnails for, like, every single oh, movie yeah. and series just ready to serve us I specifically. Even if it's not a gay content or even about that person, it's just we've, we've got a picture of him shirtless in this series. That's the thumbnail for this series. There well, is a person I won't identify that we interacted with recently who is a straight married man. That was like, I had to delete TikTok because it started giving me lots of sexy ladies and I didn't click on them. It's just because you stop and it's happening. And yeah, and it feels like Netflix is doing that to us. It's like replacing all of the thumbnails with just mm. shirtless men, even though it's the, all the same content that other people are being served. Well, you guys, straight men don't take off their shirts. So therefore, the only way to <laughs> present that is by take it off their shirts and then they're like and then you go oh that's a gay guy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know what straight men do and i've seen this uh <laughs> they they lean back to back with their the women they want to marry uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah so they don't have to look them in the face <laughs> oh yeah I no think, because that would involve challenging their relationship dynamic i think anyway. what's <laughs> i think i think what's like straight people do is they're having their gay friends over and they're like how do i cook for gay people and they go out into the forest <laughs> and they get a big leaf and they put a bunch of berries and sticks on top of the leaf. <laughs> all, my, all my gay friends are vegan. Is that so. good? Does that work? <laughs> I, think, I think queer people like berries on a leaf. <laughs> Just like an acai bowl. Wait, acai bowls are like rainbow, right? So... <laughs> Once again, all I know about gay people is that they toss salads, so I just going to make them a salad. <laughs> I hate that. Whenever someone says toss salad, I always see it as Swedish chef style. By the way, not the sexy way. Just <laughs> I mean, just like Swedish chef tossing an actual salad. Now I'm always going to see someone tossing a salad, but with Swedish chef. Hold on, guys. I gotta go on Pornhub to see if this exists. <laughs> Swedish chef porn? Swedish chef tossing salad. What? <laughs> oh boy. Anyway, Jim, do something for the podcast. I'm gonna look this up. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, hang on. I, I'm, there's something here. Um, let me go to my notes real quick. No, it doesn't. No. See that? Just they ruined. They ruined the internet, guys. Swedish chef porn, I bet, 10 years ago, would have been so much easier to find. Okay. <laughs> I forget what I want to say. You, uh, no, you were talking about with the uh, the parents being bad for Chomper, but for everyone else, those parents were also pretty bad. They got to the ocean, 
And then they just kind of looked at it for a couple hours. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, Not no. even a couple hours. They looked at, they saw footprints going to the ocean. They're like, they're dead. Our no. children are dead. So I was like, maybe they walked along the beach. Nope. They're fucking dead. So the parents were stressed out because they're going for food and they were talking about splitting up into their herds. Um, which I want to come back to that moment. But so they were like, so they, the, their kids went out to try to find food and so that their parents would have to chase them and not be able to split up. So they knew that their kids were going to look for food and they saw this island that had lots of vegetation on it. And they didn't imagine that there was any way their kids could be on that island because the land bridge the t- kids had taken had disappeared. But you'd still think that they were like, maybe they're on that island because they or they tried to go to the island because they're that's where the trees are. They had pterodactyls with them. Mm-hmm. Why didn't they send one of the pterodactyls to go to the island to get just check it out? Yeah. Yeah. Like they're desperate so, to find their children. Yep. Couldn't be over there. My, uh, that reminds me of my one of my primary dinosaur qualms with this movie. Um, so, uh, but what is it? Uh, Petrie is a pteranodon, which is like a pre-pterodactyl pterodactyl. Like pterodactyls came later, right? Uh, and then later in the movie, we see a different set of pteranodons that are like feeding dinosaurs to their babies. So it's like, I'm like, wait a minute. Were there any versions of pteranodons that ate anything but meat? And no, there's no vegetable eating. There's no plant eating pteranodon. So. I don't, I don't know what uh, Petrie's supposed to be. Yeah, actually, uh, just a conformist, I guess. He's like, I don't know. I like hanging out with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'll eat whatever. I don't understand. I'll eat the fucking green leaves. It sounds great. I think that might go to the fact that you brought up Don Bluth being Mormon, going into a Mormon idea of dinosaurs, which is just, it's whatever I feel like, because dinosaurs aren't real. They didn't exist. Like, yeah. whatever. I can just call them whatever I wanted. Oh, it's probably just not a well thought out situation. You're like, all right, dinosaurs. We gotta need some dinosaurs, guys. Uh, let, let's just let's say five. I and saw then, a picture of the T Rex in a book one time when I was a kid. Thought it was interesting looking, and now I'm gonna draw it from memory. Like that's kind of <laughs> how they do that. That's and how every time they're gonna be a different color. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I I noticed. I was thinking about the entire time. I was like, why is Chomper a different color than both of his parents? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it sounds like Mama T Rex has been getting on with the uh, the the mailman. Their Why coloring Sarah's... is more consistent in five than it was in the first one. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say. Also, Sarah's head kept like head like kept changing colors like throughout the film, and I was like, "Which what's going on here? <laughs> it's oh, yeah, not even she... the same as her body." I'm like, "What's going on?" <laughs> she had the Scooby Doo thing where like, "Oh, what brick are they gonna move to get behind the uh, the brick wall? Is it gonna be the one that's completely different than the rest of the bricks?" <laughs> Is it the one that's uh, painted onto the back of the cell or is it the one yeah. drawn on the front <laughs> of the cell? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the rest of them are dinosaurs, but she's actually Old Man Jenkins in a dinosaur suit, which is why <laughs> that head actually comes off. That makes, that makes sense. She's actually, I did appreciate... Go ahead. I was going to say, I appreciated that her eyes are less beady than her first appearance. She was very beady-eyed in the first movie. Yeah, she was much more angry in the first one. Like, I think... I, I think I'm hoping they run tired on her being so angry all the time because it's just too much like it's just it's boring i hate oh, it yeah it's kind of clear with the first one they wanted to make like a like fine art where they like they wanted to make a movie that looked great and they and they were like i don't care how easy it is to animate 
And then by the time they made the decision to make a bunch of movies, they were like, make it as easy to uh, draw as possible. Yeah. She's got big round eyes. She's got one horn on her head. Uh, yeah. Everyone is the same color. We don't we don't have uh, the, enough money for a full color palette. There are times <laughs> when this movie is trying to convince you that they're like that their whole settlement from the Great Valley has gone on this ad- adventure and traveled together. And there's this grand narrator who kind of returns from the way the first move was movie was uh, narrated mm-hmm. and get, continues to narrate this epic thing. And then it's like four dinosaurs walking up a mountain because they don't want to draw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a big group of dinosaurs. <laughs> Let me tell you something that uh, looked uh, way worse in Double Speed. Watching <laughs> watch that Double Speed, you really see the cracks uh, of what they're doing. <laughs> wow, it is essentially just one still image of a dinosaur moving across the, uh, the screen. <laughs> I see. I feel um, like. I, oh, go ahead. Another moment that stood out to me is when they they make a log into a boat and they try to get back to the mainland from the mysterious island. Yeah, and they're it's very attacked Gil- by Gilligan's sorry. Island situation. They're like, how do we? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, fun fact: sharks predate dinosaurs by 190 million years. Yeah, isn't that and cool? They predate trees by 90 million years. Okay, that part I didn't know. There were sharks before trees. That's wow. so fucking cool. Honestly. Uh, that makes sense. sense why there's no like it's not San Jose trees it's San Jose sharks baby like <laughs> fuck trees yeah <laughs> yeah the Camden River sharks not the Camden River trees <laughs> sorry well, when they're on the log being attacked by the shark there are no visual reference points there is just water suddenly they are in the endless o- ocean part of that is because they land on the shore and they don't want you to know that they've ended up back on the island but mostly it's just because it's easier to draw than drawing the land in some, <laughs> yeah. in some direction. Yeah, it's the Dragon Ball Z thing. There's is it, nothing. Michael? In Dragon, Why are you asking me? <laughs> in Dragon Ball Z, Akira Toriyama got lazier and lazier, and over time, he eventually just was like, uh, they're in a barren wasteland, because I don't feel like drawing the backgrounds. <laughs> yeah, those are pretty good. Barren wastelands are pretty good. The first movie actually... The number of barren wastelands in that movie, and there was a little bit of a sameness to them, which mostly detracted from, like, the supposed art- artistry of it. Yeah. Was this which one? Hold on, I'm actually curious because you just watched them fresh. Which one was more of a slog? Like, was this one harder mm-hmm. to get through? Yeah, I mean, neither of them was like hard to get through because they're like ten minutes long. But yeah, the, the second one was definitely yeah. Uh, more samey. We watched yeah. them at fifty percent speed. <laughs> Good. Uh, Honestly, that's the best way to problem. do it. That's actually how I listen to my podcast too. I really like people with their like long A's. You know, I really. <laughs> well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I specifically only listen to advice people too. If I'm being honest, yeah, it sucks. <laughs> they sound a little drunk when you do that. When you, listen to it, when you listen on half speed, it's very yeah. it's a very odd uh, sensation. Nine Everyone is struggling. Go ahead. Nine out of ten podcast hosts are drunk. Ooh, I, wow. is that actually a set? Yeah, that's implying that only one of us is sober or none of us is sober. <laughs> I am I am drinking a beer and uh, that's fair. And I do have uh, what is this a THC beverage? So fair, <laughs> totally fair. 
Uh, that's actually, I'm really curious about that stat. Jim, that's your responsibility for looking stuff up. All right. Yeah. You're, really, you're really good at stuff. I don't know if there's a stat on that. I just, I just made it up. No, I know, but I mean, like, I, I really, I would love that survey though to find out, <laughs> because like I've, I've seen comments on like, you know, podcast boards, podcasters talking about just like, if you fucking drink on your episodes, you fucking like unprofessional, blah blah blah. I'm like, yeah. you're making a fucking podcast. Chill <laughs> out. Like, I'm not. This isn't. Like, People have the same opinion on improv. Right, but also, like, I don't know, like, I, I understand I'm not going to do, like, lines of coke and just fucking get, like, hammered with you guys, but, like... <laughs> no, I I wouldn't drink before or during an improv performance. Oh, I, I, would, I would potentially before a podcast, although not when I was hosting. Yeah. Oh, I'm but, the worst. I'm sorry. I don't I don't think I've yeah, given a Yeah, I'm just trying to give you... Just no, trying it's to give you shade. <laughs> totally fucking fair. No, I'll take it. Sorry, folks. It's just it's not going to happen. I drink a margarita every single episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's but that's that's correct for this podcast. Mm-hmm. Because when you're talking about the land before time, five, six, right. If seven, I was giving the news eight, or doing like a murder yeah. mystery podcast, I wouldn't be like, all right, so let, hmm. let me tell you this thing. <laughs> Just stabbing the guy and stab like I don't want to <laughs> I don't want to listen to that yeah yeah it's just so it's chat time yeah you can you can be uh, lubricated for chat time yeah uh, but I will say of all of the fifth entry in a classic <laughs> children's franchises you've ever made us watch this was the best one I know I was gonna say I love <laughs> oh, it whoa, I didn't notice yeah, that we, we had you watch the fifth Home Alone <laughs> yeah I caught yeah. that I was like oh that's too funny. Yeah, I was going to say, I, it, we'll have to make that the thing, because uh, right now Cassie's our seventh guest. We'll have to make you the fifth guest. We'll, we'll keep that trend alive. We'll, we'll, we'll make yeah. sure we pay that. We're oh, number five. We're number We're five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, that's. Uh, what it, did you like this child's film more than the last child's film? Uh, what you say about accent? What's up? <laughs> what you say about an accent? I don't know. <laughs> Did you like this one before? <laughs> like, if I was recommending a film to a child, I would definitely recommend this over Home Alone Five. That movie was not good, but if, unless they are, unless they really fucking love snow. If they are like, I am the snow kid, then they can watch the fifth movie. I thought that movie was so much fun to talk about because it was, it was so bad, so bad. <laughs> and this movie. <laughs> It's kind of nothing. It, 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 yeah, you know, nothing. I, yeah. I feel like you're entering a wasteland. Yeah. No, we really just are. Col- colors and sounds, <sighs> some words. At least they sing now, I guess. Uh, they sang in uh, they sang in all of them from the second on. <laughs> yeah. But they're the yeah, most we- nothing song. They're like, how do we pad this out? Oh, Mike, you don't know how bad they can get. <laughs> some, <laughs> of them, some of them are like bad songs. Like. I- Really bad songs. Okay, so are there going to be more songs about why you should love your parents, even though they're clearly abusive? (laughs) (laughs) Or dead. Or dead. (laughs) Yeah. Can you remember the song that, like, the punchline of every line was the word eggs, and they sang it? Yeah. Eggs! (laughs) (laughs) Some of these songs are designed... So that when kids have watched it four times in a row, they start singing them and annoy their parents until their parents buy the next movie. So they start singing a different song. Oh, Just to switch it up. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Fun. Did it? Did everybody notice that Littlefoot had 
uh, a special singing voice in this movie that was different than his talking voice. Did he get a yeah, new voice? Did he get a new singer? <laughs> and that's going to be his voice for the next few movies. Uh, Thomas Decker, who mm-hmm. I recognize as John Connor from Terminator, the Sarah Connor Chronicles. Oh, the the young boy in the Terminator Chronicles. No, that was the TV show. So he's like a teenager. Got you. Uh, okay. There's was two seasons on Fox. Right. I don't know what you this mean the is. kid from American History X. Is that who he is? That that was a uh, uh, that was in T two. <laughs> oh oh, did he? Did he? Edward Furlong. Is he Are you gone? Asking, did he die? Yeah, did he die? He like he got into like a bad way, so it's very possible. Um, he is still alive, forty-five. Good, 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 good. We like it when uh, cast members are still alive. Unfortunately, oh no, nope, can't do it. Mm-mm-mm-mm. And we're back. Oh, Noah, why did you tell me about Ducky? Yeah, did you all talk about that already? Yep, it's we're gonna be talking. Oh uh, yeah, it. don't worry. We're, yeah, I mean, when Frank comes gonna, on, we're gonna be talking about Slack. We're not gonna be talking about it. Uh. Because we learned our lesson during our test episodes on All Dogs Go to Heaven because the same actor. Which is the same girl. <laughs> it's the same girl. You always said, yeah. Yeah, so we're like, oh, you know what? Maybe that's not the, the best <laughs> lead for the a problem is, podcast. <laughs> the problem is Frank's coming on, and Frank has already told me that he is going to talk about nothing but that. The murder suicide. <laughs> okay, awesome. Yeah. All right, correct. great. Well, folks, next episode, if you weren't already upset about the murder suicide involved in this uh, franchise, we're really going to get into it Have you never had week. someone come on and uh, turn your podcast into a temporary true crime podcast? You know, I run crime. Yeah, I'm run cool crime. with that. Run crime. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, let's do it. Yeah. All right. I'm down with that, actually. I'm not actually... Yeah. Honestly, someone who's down to just, like, bring Jim and I through an adventure and, like, try to have Jim and I solve the case, like, especially if it's a case that's already recently been solved and it's just Jim and I trying to see if we can do it, I'm, I'm in. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, or actually, if it's a live case, uh, and it'd be really great if Jim and I actually did solve it. <laughs> be like, oh, yeah, that's right. The first, pretty unique. Yeah. yeah. Remember in the yeah. first movie where Littlefoot was like, hey, let's fucking kill this guy. And then they did it. Yeah. That was fun. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, you're right. They're like, yeah, we're kids. Let's murder. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny because they frame the meat eaters as specifically bad and wrong because survive they eat other animals and like let's fucking kill this guy to survive yep it's like you're the same until this movie where we meet two that are nice mm. and they yeah, finally sort of. thank god a film finally addressed the language barrier between vegetarians and people who eat meat finally <laughs> yeah they only speak in subtitles <laughs> but we only <laughs> those of us who eat <laughs> meat <laughs> <speak>. <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> What did they say? They said they got a Bed Bath and Beyond coupon that expired. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't. <laughs> it was ridiculous. You never knew what they were going to say. What do you suppose those T Rexes eat when children don't wander onto the island? Since we didn't see many other creatures. Okay, what has Chopper been eating? Period. Because he was just like, wait a minute, hold on. You guys think my parents would eat you? Oh wait, that's crazy. Oh my God, you're right. We do eat other dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> my whole life has oh. been eating, living. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like what the mm. fuck? Uh, I, I imagine that to be like a Mark Wahlberg situation where he's just like, oh my God, could you be- do you believe this? Like, <laughs> wow, I I totally do eat people. Like he's just pretending. <laughs> We all know. We we all can see through you. Uh, 
Hey, Kai. Yeah. I think it's... About that time? About that time. Great. Uh, I'll kick us off, because I actually, if it's all right, uh, I have a couple notes that I, w- I want to get to, so if everybody wants to gander in any uh, notes that they may have, uh, feel free to check it out. But, but yeah, let's do some final notes. Yeah. Um, you got one, Mike? Yeah, actually, yeah. yeah. If anybody wants to kick it off, go with their, go so, with yeah, their final I, I missed my chance to mention this, but Noah was uh, calling out the lack of mystery to the mysterious island. But I call out the lack of island to the mysterious island because it mm-hmm. is absolutely a peninsula. Hard mm-hmm. disagree. It's a tidal <laughs> island, which is I, I agree with Noah. It's, it's a, a kind of island that is sometimes connected to land and sometimes not, depending on the mm-hmm. tide. Oh, that makes sense. It would be called a tidal island. Yeah. Also, sounds like a really good name for a board game. Mm. Mm, I'm gonna pocket that. Thank you. Thank you, Noah. <laughs> Thank Look, you, Mike, for bringing up that 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 point. <laughs> if this, if, if this, this had been list. called Land Before Time, Fine. the title island without a mystery. <laughs> <laughs> it would be more truthful. Yeah, what a great chestnut that'd be. <laughs> Mom, Dad, can we watch the Tidal Island without mystery again? <laughs> <laughs> can we watch the Tidal Island with nothing interesting going on? I do have a question <laughs> in the final notes category. So I noticed that Spike didn't have a voice actor in the first movie, but has been voiced by the same person since movie number two. Rob Paulson, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But he don't. He don't. He doesn't speak. He doesn't. He uh, makes noises. Sure. He says mm-hmm. Ducky two and two uh, movies back, but yes, yeah, so oh. he only makes noises and a really great sound for sounding like a T Rex. That was actually one of my favorite moments in this movie is when it sounded like he basically burped, but he was just like, like he there imitated a T Rex. So I was like, cute. <laughs> there is a thing where they for sounds like that they do need to hire someone. So there is a person that does that, and it's just a voice actor. In fact, a lot of animals that you saw in cartoons for a long time was just like a Michael Winslow type person who uh, made animal noises real well. What a sweet gig. You just, you know, you go into work, you eat your lunch in front of a a microphone and you get paid. Go home. (laughs) Probably only like a hundred bucks or (laughs) that. I would love that. It's pretty good. No, your job was as a, like, you're just taking tickets for gigs today on the internet and you're like, oh, eating. Perfect. Yeah, I was going to eat my leftover lasagna anyways. And you're just in your house getting paid to eat lasagna. I need to switch up and be – no, just kidding. Being a voice actor is not an easy gig from what I, it sounds like. It's not. Uh, I mean, it's drastically not. underpaid. Yeah. And it's, days too. Oh, yeah. And folks, if you're looking for a way to spend a lot of money and then not actually end up getting your money return on it, yeah. You got, it turns out you got – I've been advised uh, because I was like, oh, I would love to do voice acting. Like, you bet – then commit. You be an actor for like three years. Just do – like, actually, that's why I was encouraged to do some improv too. It's because they were like, go do improv. Uh, that's also a good idea if you want to, you know, go do improv and act before voice acting. No, not important. I don't think it's a, well, I mean, it gives you skills, but it it doesn't give you, that it doesn't give you thrills. No, it gives you skills. It gives you thrills. <laughs> it maybe gives you no. chills, but it doesn't give you bills. I think, it <laughs> I just think it helps with pacing. I think that was the, the general message was just that it, it when I often, when I'm like, uh, before I did improv, I was just like, right out the gate, gotta be hilarious, say the thing, boom, done. So I think acting and also just in general improv has helped me go, oh, okay, cool, you don't have to just go. Kai, when do you think that uh, pacing's gonna kick in for you? Never. Anyways, <laughs> uh, anybody else have uh, a final point? <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I wrote down at the beginning when they try to eat that leaf and then the older guy eats it and they go to their grandpa. They're like, Grandpa, the old guy ate our leaf. And he's like, <laughs> he essentially was like, you kids will go hungry as long as the boomers get to eat. I didn't like that. I didn't like the way he was. <laughs> he told the children to go hungry. Mm. Yeah, it's not. It's fucked up. Yeah, no, it gets real fucked up. Mm. I think it gets pretty dark. Uh, this oh, would be actually a few points. <laughs> yeah. I have written the question here. Can T-Rexes jump? I don't oh. know. Oh, God. Okay. They Let's probably can, but they, I don't they are all leg and no arms. Children in their little arms. I, I <laughs> love my all over the place brain because as soon as he jumped, one of the first things I imagined was a T-Rex playing hopscotch. <laughs> oh. Uh, I was, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, what's up? It probably wouldn't be able to jump straight up. But it could definitely uh, leap in a like running bound. Yeah. So if it was running and then jumped a little bit, it could make it over a, a ledge like it did in the film. Yeah. So it could and like it, jump forward like on an arc, but not like up into the air. Yeah. Because of the because of the way its like muscles are on its legs, and yeah, for yeah. that fact, a elephant cannot jump. I feel like you need certain kinds of knees in order to like jump, do a vertical jump from standing. And I think it also has a lot to do with, like, their hip and then their, like, body weight ratio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what animal is really good at vertical jumping? jumping? Lions. I was going to say Lanky Kong from Donkey Kong 64. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would have guessed that if given enough time. May <laughs> <laughs> uh, I? Go oh, ahead. Sorry. Just a couple of things. One of the things that I particularly loved, and I'm sure you all caught it in the beginning of the film, uh, when the narrator was just like, these awesome giants living together in Unforgiving. I was just like, really? <laughs> awesome? <laughs> because the awesome. Last couple- it's fired off. No, yeah, no, fair. No, it's just the last couple of episodes, they've really been dumbing down and talking to the kids who were watching this films even more. And they're like, let's just say awesome, you know? The kids will love that. <laughs> These fucking sick lizards, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's also the there's also that connotation of awesome of like mm. we don't we don't use it that much anymore, but like uh, yeah, for sure. Almost in a religious context of of uh, like the awesome miracles of the Lord. That which inspires awe. Yeah, that's the yeah. root word. <laughs> <laughs> Did like stoners ruin awesome? <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, yeah. I think ruin most and things. surfer surfer boys in the nineties. Damn it, I didn't know that. So that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> I wrote uh, these kids are annoying, but they seem to be putting in the most legwork for finding resources. Like these parents need to pull their shit together. Is a hot Again, dad because. They're terrible. No, but every single like the all the movies are just going to be like major crisis. Ah, oh, where are our kids? Oh no, they solved everything somehow. Great, awesome. Well, we were just I guess slowly learning to be slightly kind to each other. Uh, the parents did solve the problem in this movie, but only accidentally. Yeah, that's true. Actually, there was a lot of Deus Ex Machina in this movie. They have two problems: one, they need to find more food, and two, they need to get off that island. The food so- uh, problem gets solved by them coming back and uh, the adults went, hey, look, we found food. It was over there all along. Yeah. And then the other thing was just a just a monster we hadn't seen before showed up and was like, I'll save you. Her the, name is Elsie. Not to be confused with Nessie. Yeah. The, the Loch Ness monster, monster from uh, Super Mario 64 shows up. 
<laughs> Saves the day with pretty eyelashes. They do a good job. It's a lady dinosaur. I uh I also really the last thing is just I really liked when they were like, Oh water, the big water, let's go have that. And it was salt water, so they all had to react to having salt water for the first time. And mm-hmm. Spike's just like, fuck it, and de- like takes it like a fucking shot of whiskey, like no big deal. He's like, that's fine. <laughs> oh, whatever. Because everything was in double speed for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't notice this because everyone kind of sounds the same. Did the did the did Elsa have an accent? Was she British? Yes, she's yes. played by uh, Christina Pickles, who played the recurring role of Judy Geller on Friends. Oh, okay. Wait, uh, uh, Monica's uh, sister. sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. If you didn't also catch, she said uh, she referred to across the uh, I- title island. Yeah, is that what we're calling it? Yeah. Uh, they refer to it as across the pond <laughs> as yeah. a, as like a little nod to that. And I thought that was, that was cute. Yeah. That sounded like someone who faked it anyway. Um, yeah, I think that's it for final notes, right? Yeah. Uh, I do have a, a question for both of you as well. This is something I'm really trying to get better about. If you'd like to promote a thing, it could fucking be anything. I'm really trying to open this up to yeah. other people's philosophies, other people's beliefs, other people's philosophy and beliefs you want to take for your own without giving them credit. Yeah, whatever. Go for it, Noah. Well, uh, well let's start with our couple promotions. <laughs> collective, mm-hmm. Our collective promotions. So first of all, Michael and I, for a while, we uh, did our podcast now on indefinite hiatus. Uh, Dying Message, the Detective Anime Mystery Podcast. You can still check it out. See what Kai and Jim did with us. They did some fun episodes. You could start there. You could jump around. You could find specific stuff. And we are also both on the Anne Crowd Improv Comedy, Philadelphia's long-running um, short-form improv. It's a great thing to do, actually, if you're just visiting the city, actually. Uh, the performance is regularly on Friday evenings and once a month on Saturday evenings in Ambler, Pennsylvania. Um, you probably won't ram- randomly be out of town visiting there, but uh, yeah, you can come find one or both of us there. Uh, we often perform, but not always. So if we're not there, uh, oops. <laughs> yeah, and you can you can get all those you can get all those details at uh, phillyuncrowd.com. There's Ooh, just like uh, there's t-shirts, two guests that show up. It just says uh, Mike and Noah from the <laughs> Land Before Time Five <laughs> Rotten Treasure episode on them, and then number one fans underneath that <laughs> <laughs> and yeah they're just pissed because neither one of you is there <laughs> um yeah and uh i don't think we have anything else collectively to promote nope hey do you have anything individually i was gonna say yeah that's the other aspect <laughs> mike uh daddy issues improv comedy sometimes we do stuff you've heard about it 800 times no actually not in a while i'm gonna be honest with you People haven't heard about Daddy Issues in a minute. We haven't huh? really had a Daddy Issues. Yeah, uh, yeah. Cumber doesn't really like us that much. Member on. Uh, so if you'd like to speak about that. What? Please. I'm lying. I am so lying. <laughs> I'm going to go boo it. <laughs> I'm going to go boo it. Uh, what is it? What's the, what is it? Oh, my God. I forgot the name Did of it. Places? Thank you, Places. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Places. <laughs> and like me, uh, thank you, COVID, for the brain fog. Mm-hmm. Where'd that thought go? Caught the breeze and float away. Was there Join any us. So I have a one-person improvised play, Noah's No Show Show, uh, which I will be performing at Comedy Sports Philadelphia on July 2nd. <laughs> um, as part of the 3-2-1 evening, it's going to be really fun. 
um, you can come in and write down a suggestion, which might be used as the title of the play that I perform. Also, to find out all of the things that I'm up to, you can check out my totally up and running by now website, uh, which is internetwebsiteofnoah.com. So to find out where you can find me, you can go to internetwebsiteofnoah.com. Or uh, you can also write a letter, but I won't give you my address. I will. Um, <laughs> I also <laughs> – I will. What? I'm sorry. I want to. Uh, I, <laughs> Folks, if you want to find me uh, as well, you might actually find me uh, watching Noah do their one-person show on July 2nd because my birthday is the day beforehand, and I'm trying to get out east for my birthday to celebrate. Um, so I may be in town. Uh, folks, come see me out east. Come see me out uh, west. Midwest, wherever you want. Jim, do you have anything else to promote yourself? Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> I think Harley Worker might have a show in time for this. So, you know, cool. look into that. We don't have, like, a page or anything, just, but just, like, <laughs> put your ears to the ground and cool. figure it out. I, I, I asked my landlords if I can have a show in our backyard, and they said yes. So, folks, stay tuned. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> backyard improv folks it's gonna it's gonna be insane there's gonna be fucking chairs and like tax to fucking fall on shit's gonna get crazy are you gonna um, be, are you gonna be paid in pictures I and then so. never receive those pictures okay. is jim Talk gonna that child cry i um, didn't make the child cry so <laughs> make that kid cry uh folks i helped wanna... the kid stop crying all right well, let's end the show <laughs> no jim did make a small child cry at one of our shows anyways folks uh jim's terrible he makes children cry <laughs> Uh, <laughs> no, you really did help that child. Uh, thank you so much for, uh, for you both for coming on and uh, helping us through this journey because it is honestly painful. Uh, and we're going to watch uh, more of these folks. We're going to be back next week with Land Before Time 6, a name of which I cannot remember. Jim, do you remember the Land Before Time 6? Well, we're going to be on with James Knight. Yeah, come back. It's going to be a good time. Thank you. Uh, I, I love you. I love you too, Kai. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I didn't know if that was for the guests. I really felt like it was for anybody who needed it. <laughs> I'm going to end my recording. Okay, bye, Jim. <laughs> Don't forget to follow us on Facebook at Rotten Treasure. And on Instagram at Rotten underscore Treasure. And on Twitter at Rotten Treasure. And go to Patreon.com slash Rotten Treasure for bonus episodes, early episode release, and a vote for the next series. And be sure to give us a five-star rating and review us on any of your available podcast apps. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks. Perfect.